Spring is here. It's time to cheer. And this week at Prairie Gardens, you'll love the savings. For Scythia wreaths and swags, only $19.97 each. Add a kaleidoscope of color to your home with silk stems, all half off right now. And best-selling casual dining sets, all 20% off. Plus much more decor to adore. All new spring and Easter collections for your home. It's all waiting for you now at Prairie Gardens. Extraordinary gardening, home decor, and more. Good morning and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Please join us if you can. We are at uh, the Prairie Garden store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign here at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. You can even phone in to join us at 356-9397. That's 356-WDWS. Or even text us your questions or comments at 351-5357. Our experts are standing by, including Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. Let me turn up your microphone a little oh, bit more no, there. Oh, no, don't. <laughs> now we can hear you. Good morning, Tom Weisgarver. Good morning. Good morning, Steve Brown. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. Loving the sunshine. Yeah. Bright, Isn't it great? Day. Hopefully Welcome we'll have it all day long. Spring. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sunny and 54 today. Nice. Yeah, I'll take it. Love it. It's officially spring. I'm so happy. Yeah, seriously officially spring. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. Yes, according to the calendar. I know. 428 which means, on Thursday, right? Or Wednesday. Uh, I, can't I think it was 458. 28, I know. Oh, uh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> well, speaking of, uh, of spring, next weekend, it's the spring. Open house. Yeah, the yeah. next two Saturdays. Yay! Awesome. I'm looking forward to that. Lots of good speakers, lots of information, lots of great sale prices, yep. and just a few plants. Oh, just a few. Just a few <laughs> plants. Just a few. <laughs> yeah. So this was this week was kind of a tune-up for what's going to happen this next week. So we have a little bit of color in the early spring bloomers out there, the yep. primrose, the pansies, yep. and ranunculus, and Cyclamen and all those good guys. Yeah. The stuff that makes you smile. A lot of perennials. Yep. Perennials. Yeah. Uh, yes. yes. Out the, you know what? Wazoo. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of which, one of the most breathtaking hellebore, is right it? there by Marianne. The, the foliage is what gets me. I mean, the flowers are oversized jumbo, incredible. They're beautiful plum Kind of a color. dusty, dusty Plum purple. Yeah. Nice Dusty. Color. Almost nice a persimmon color, but not quite. Just more, a little more purple than so that. Tamara uh -huh. can see. And, but the foliage is what gets me. But he's, yeah, Isn't you're right. Crazy? I hadn't even noticed the foliage. I it's hope like, that's not just a, an environmental thing. I hope it's like really the color of the, of the leaf. I think it is. It's kind of a strobolanthus look. Uh, kind of a Persian shield. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. Persian shield look. For, yeah. for those of us that aren't. Uh, Talking your language. Nice purple coloration and green in the leaf. Mm -hmm. In the leaf. I think that's so awesome. I can't stand it. Yeah, it's really it's really stunning. Beautiful. It really is. I think we all have to get one. <laughs> Done. Yeah, Thanks to Mr. Weisgarber. You just got one. <laughs> <laughs> Always room for one more plant. That's right. Tell me about oh, that. Yeah. Tell me about that. Does it need full sun? Uh, nope. Is it mostly shade? Yep. Yup. Mostly shade. shade. Plant. Uh, could tolerate some morning sun. Yeah. Okay. When it's not hot, but yeah, it's a great plant for shade. Would you call it hardy? 
Oh, yeah. This is a perennial. So this is one of the back every year. earliest blooming perennials. In fact, they should be shooting their buds up right now in the garden. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is probably just a, f a few weeks ahead of what's out in the, in the gardens. Okay. B because it was in a greenhouse. Yeah. And it just got so a head start this year. They shoot their flowers up, and, and theoretically, you've already cut the old foliage down because it's semi-evergreen here. Some winters it'll stay nice. Some winters it won't. Just depends on what kind of a winter you have. I like that theoretically. The well, yeah, you know. Theoretically, <laughs> that's all. Gardening is all about theory. Um, theoretically, uh, then, does it also keep its purple hues? I in don't know. The I've leaves? never seen one with purple leaves in it. Okay. The purple coloration in the leaf. I think right. that's just awesome. So you want to cut these down in the early spring before the flowers come up so you're not cutting off the flowers because this will be kind of oh. brownish and tattered. But they do stay upright and, and green-ish. Uh-huh. A little brown, a little green, you know. So you have some interest in the yard yeah, while you're absolutely. waiting for. Well, absolutely. at least in the early, early part springs. of the winter yeah. before they start to burn. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And And after the flowers come up and you've got this big pillow of color whether it's white or pink or purple then you get the foliage after the flowers are done and the texture of the foliage is just tremendous dynamite yeah. it's just sure is. so really different than most perennials yeah mm -hmm. so again uh well super well-drained soil yeah lots of organic matter in the soil would be yes. great morning sun filtered sun or shade would be good and again, one of the earliest spring blooming perennials you could possibly enjoy in the yeah. Midwest. Yes, the yeah, hellebore, okay. hellebores, and and then you get yeah you get that extended season of the foliage, which is so cool. Uh, it's fabulous, and like yeah. uh, John or John, you're not John, you're Steve. Yep. Like Steve just said, the the texture is so different than most plants. That kind of fingery, wide, fat finger lobes. Yes. Yeah. I can see that in the... In Love the all the veining in it. Yeah. yeah. It's really, great. really beautiful. So mm -hmm. if you were imagining this fictitious uh, morning sun, filtered sunshade garden that we just did here. Yeah. What was the name of that really, that smaller yellow hosta that was out there that I was... Munchkin Fire? Yeah. Is Ooh. that a neat name? Munchkin Fire? Yes, it's so, a neat name. So I'm kind of thinking, how would they be in the same uh, bed? Oh, wouldn't that be stunning? Wow. Mm -hmm. just so it's such a great contrast. Yeah. Okay. I, I got to go get him. <laughs> I was uh, looking through all the new perennials, and I noticed, like on the um, the blue label grasses, grasses that you have, uh -huh. um, some say native right there on the label, so so we can know just quickly and easily right there. Oh, okay, it's a native plant. This will be a good thing, right? Right. Okay. I just, I think that's... Picked right up on that. I mean, that's and you nice, still want to give it the, the correct conditions. I mean, you could be a native plant that would be <clears throat> more for a dry prairie area, and if you put it in a, a wet area, it may not do well, or exactly. vice versa, or sun or shade, so right. you still have to have side it properly. Yeah. But if you side it properly and it's a native plant, you know, they, they tend to be a little bit tougher, more durable, yeah. less maintenance, less insect or disease problems. Usually. Mm -hmm. Usually. Yeah. yeah, which kind of brings me to my next question. Ryan Pankow's article today in the News Gazette was about daffodils. Daffodils. And he mentioned that they are not a native to America. Uh, they're from, I think he said Europe, and um, I digress. He said they do well here, and they aren't being called invasive. What's the difference between an invasive species and 
one that just isn't native but does all but right. Doing well. or, yeah. Just that. In, invasive means that it takes over and destroys plants that are indigenous and becomes a threat to uh, the environment, the uh, you know, plant life and, and other plant life and wildlife. Okay. Yeah, we kind of talked about that a little bit last week. Uh, we talked about the, the, the great wild mustard hunt that he was talking oh, about. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and one big plant that's really invasive, in especially out in the county, is the Asian honeysuckle. It's just taken over all of our wooded areas. Yeah. And what happens, because it's not, it's not native, it's taking over everything, killing out our native plants that, that grow in the forests. Hmm. And, you know, that kind of offsets nature a little bit, even down to, you know, plants and animals, mm -hmm. you know, so. For the most part, do we not have to worry about finding these invasive species on shelves? Like, are they not available or? Typically. For the most can part. Can they be found? Yeah. Most places that sell plants are going to be responsible about what they sell. Okay. But it never hurts to be aware. Okay. Good. Well, again, it's just really and great that you guys put And there's li lists of native or I invasive plants available. The state also. puts them out. And yeah. it's different in every state. That's yeah. what's kind of the crazy thing. <laughs> and, and probably a greater concern to the consumer is just stuff that might be aggressive but not really invasive. Yeah. Yeah, and again, it's subjective. But some things that might take over an area that aren't going to just keep on going, like John's example of that honeysuckle. Yeah. It just fills the roadside and the edges of the forest yep. and wood ar wooded areas and stuff like that. But you could have some areas that some plants that kind of get out of control that you think, ah, maybe I wish I wouldn't have planted that Yeah. there. And I'd say that's a little bit more of an issue. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for answering that. 356-9397 is our phone number. And I kind of got off topic. We started on the spring open house. We mentioned uh, some of the deals. I know there's a deal where you can get uh, a free four-pack of pansies with a $10 food purchase. Yeah, that deal's actually going on now. That's great. Nothing to do with the open house kind of thing. It's just one of the specials that are in the current head. Yay. Yeah. So if you're over there shopping some of the gourmet foods over there and the sampling kind of stuff. Just I, th uh, That department just gets better and better. Yeah. yeah really I does. was just looking at some herbs that came in yesterday. I, there's got to be different salts, just just different salad herbs. It's, it's just like I almost want to cook. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. Well, that's why we're laughing. <laughs> I thought it was cute. Well, if it's what I'm thinking of, I think almost. you can just put that with a little bit of lemon juice and make a salad dressing with it just as it is. Oh. We, we, I was having or a, some, come so, in a or jar. Some, or somebody else could. I was maybe. having a big family get watch. together. And my, and my brother said, Oh, okay, wait, um, I'm, I have to stop by Prairie Gardens and, and then, and then I'll be on my way. And I'm like, Okay, why? That just seems so odd for him. He's like, Oh, there's one, there's this one dip that I really, really like, and you oh, guys are going to love it. And I just have to go get it. What, <laughs> one of our coworkers made something for us. She got a, uh, I think it's a cracker. Seasoning or something like that. I'm not exactly sure what it was called, mm -hmm. but just put it on oyster crackers, and it just made the most. It was just a, a really delightful snack. It was just the right seasoning. It was nice. It looked easy, but Delicious. it was lots easier to have her bring it. You, mm -hmm. yeah, I say you were not intimidated. I huh? was not. <laughs> well, Thank good. you, Desiree. <laughs> 
Yeah, it does, Ray. So you've got a few trees and shrubs rolling in yes. this week. Is that right? <sighs> a got few. a couple things out there now. Yep. And then after this week, gosh, oh, it's going to be like gosh. 75% in maybe? Yeah. Or I, more? I, maybe more. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be next week. Yeah, the next couple of weeks is going to be really fun. Yeah. We're just going to get tons yeah. of stuff in. Yeah. Marianne's got a, a truck coming in. Well, several trucks coming in, but one's a full truck that she built from the West Coast. And I forgot to tell you, I, I heard from in the conversations with one of the vendors that, you know, the, the truck pulled up to their nursery and, and there's supposed to be 25 feet of product and there was 18 feet of product or 18 feet of space on the truck. Huh. <laughs> so, so again it tight. yeah <laughs> pe- pe- people adapt and make it happen go above and beyond and they reshuffled some things and somehow they got it on but that's amazing but the one last vendor that we were hoping to fit on the truck yes didn't make it so they'll have to find their own way here bummer yeah. i heard differently yesterday morning oh you did yeah i if you heard it from somebody besides brian then you probably got the real scoop okay somebody besides brian <laughs> Not our Brian. Oh, okay. Oh, different okay. Brian. Different no, Brian. No, I didn't hear it. I'm like, yeah. Brian is on top of things here. Come on now. <laughs> I don't is he buy listening? that. Uh-oh. <laughs> our Brian's awesome. He is. <laughs> He's got a beautiful eye. So, yeah. If I need to learn Which one, to left one or right one? Both of them. Okay. Both that's right a good point. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anything that's come in so far in the trees and shrubs that you guys are most excited about? Always the azaleas and rhododendrons. Oh. That's always so exciting yeah. to see those. And their buds swell double every day, practically. <laughs> they don't really, but it, it seems like it. I just can't wait for the color to start showing on them. They bloom so early. It's just such a lovely plant to have in your yard. Yeah. I love the, I know it's it's not new, but it's the star magnolias. Oh I just gosh. love the structure mm. of, of the tree itself. And it's got that cool gray gray bark and then those beautiful buds at the tip the little just waiting to pop open i i think steve was really taken by the uh centennial blush which is a hybrid uh star magnolia with just a tiny blush of pink in it Ooh, very pretty and and the whole butterfly family just the yellow magnolias that you've got coming in out there are pretty pretty outstanding and probably the one that I'm eyeballing as much as anything are some of the uh, Reliance peach trees that you got in. Which are also showing color. <laughs> Beginning to flower. But, but talk about an incredible structure. Oh, they look fabulous, don't they? Yeah. Some really, really great, great plants. Yep. So, Lot, yeah. Lots of good stuff rolling in every day. Absolutely. So speaking of if you bought it, you might kind of have to... Um, Either sit on it for a bit or start to cover up the areas that you want to plant with some tarps. Uh, let them dry out today, but maybe before the rains yeah. come in tomorrow night, That's cover them up. Try and dodge the rain Mon- Sunday night, Monday. Monday. Take the tarp off, let it drain out for a couple of days, cover it back up. But it, it, it's almost at that time of year where you've got to take matters into your own hands if yes. you can, yeah. if you want to try and get something in the ground in the exactly. next week or two. Because yep. it's Cause still it's really wet. wet. Yep. Yeah. So depending upon how much effort you're willing to put into it, it could make a big difference. Yeah, yeah it could. And I know there's going to be certainly parts of the vegetable garden that are going to get covered before tomorrow night. We're starting to get veggies in. Oh, my gosh. Seed potatoes are here. Some Seed of the asparagus yes. is here. Onions, yep, yep. Uh, shallots, garlic. 
uh, of course, all the garden seeds that we've been talking about for, for weeks. weeks. Mm -hmm. And you have the strawberries. plants are in, mm -hmm. correct? Uh, you've got some broccoli, yes. cabbage, cauliflower, some of the cold Pepper, crops that are out there. Lettuce, da, ba, 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 ba. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, my gosh. Asparagus? Asparagus. Did you say strawberry plants? Yes, you did. John did. So yeah. it's time. Were, were you, were you not? Know. You weren't listening. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> Pay attention to it. Are you kidding? <laughs> and then uh, on the inside, I know you got in a bunch of new pillows and uh, a few new uh, furniture arrangements There's for outdoor some new furniture. Patio back furniture. Back there, yes, outdoor furniture. Yeah. Really cool yeah. stuff. Yeah. Really oh, cool. Oh, oh, oh. And those cool, the cool whiskey barrel things that came in. I'm still looking for those. Well, we'll show you after. It's like a hide-and-seek little thing. He's like, Tamara, you, you really need to see these whiskey barrels. <laughs> they're, they're so cool. And, and they're like some, they're real, they're real whiskey barrels. And they're they smell fabulous. Well, they're, they're oh, smell they smell good. Yeah, to me, what yeah. I'm most attracted to aren't just the conventional half barrels, but the right. the trough planter, the ones that are cut longwise. It's, yeah, it's a half barrel, just cut longwise. Yeah, yeah. It's those not, are it's pretty darn. Typical yeah, those are pretty yeah. darn sharp. Yeah. And yeah. there's some full barrels that are not cut. And then they they're handle they have handles. They have buckets so with that, handles so that you can lift in and out easily whatever it is that you so put in it there. was explained to me you could use it as um, an ice bucket an ice chest oh. to serve drinks out of that'd be cute or you could use it as a planter whichever is your preference uh -huh. <laughs> yeah well what's so cool about it they they cut and made a lid with handles out of the top so you can put the top back on it on and off that's really the cool part about it that and we're suggesting cool. that if it's more of the ice bucket not the uh, yeah. planter right yeah well, right. But huh. there's a little hook on the on the lid that you can hang it on the side of the bucket. Oh, nice. Seriously, I know. Isn't that awesome? I, that really yeah. is. Well, see, so you get that one for ice, and then you get the full barrel for a plant stand. Put a plant on top of it. I can't wait to see them. John told me, you should go see them. I said, where are they? He said, outside. <laughs> well, that's not specific enough. <laughs> I mean, I'm walking all o outside's over. Outside's pretty big, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Just put it this way. The, the full barrels aren't something you're just going to plop in your shopping cart. No. Right. I'm going to have assistance lifting into my vehicle. You're definitely going to have some assistance with that baby. Yeah. Okay. But, man, what a cool thing to have. What a guy thing. Yes, yeah, seriously. That's what I keep it? thinking. Well, I just love the smell. Not, yeah, oh, me yeah, too. It's I great. Yeah. Absolutely. Very cool. So, if you, well, I mean, I know it's too wet to dig a hole right now properly in most cases. But what are you going to do in your yard? If you have a snippet, an opening, did you guys do anything this last week or anything coming up here in the next five days on your radar? Well, well, I'm excited because I have my area that has the snowdrops, the galanthus, little white bloomers are just in their glory. Nice. And then pushing through. Amongst them are the daffodils. Nice. So, so we have all the cool white color, and then we're going to have the yellow. And then following that, we have the Virginia bluebells. So it, you kind of get this neat succession of, of some color back like in the that. woods. Oh, yeah, so I'm it's, it's going to be really cool. That sounds great. I'm, s I'm still in the planning mode. I'm watching um, bulbs come up in my yard, which I actually planted last year that's right got them done before that. the end of the year yay 
so watching those things come up, trying to get a visual perception of what it's going to look like, I, I can't wait for them to bloom. And then thinking, oh, I think I need to move that plant. I need to move that. So I'm still in that mode. Mm -hmm. And then watching the ducks in my pond. Oh. I have, I have ducks that come out most every spring. They don't necessarily nest on my pond, but it's kind of fun to watch them kind of paddle around. I'll bet. Feed a little bit. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I fun. would love that. That's cute. And it's nice that your pond is large enough that yeah. it, they can have some move to room to move around like that. Yeah. 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 What about plans for you, Steve? Or what are you, if you get a few minutes, uh, what you going to do? Kind of like Marianne was saying, planning needs to really happen. Yeah. Because yep. in, in, yep. and, and in earnest. In yeah. earnest, yeah. because it's time to get going on things. But I think probably as much as anything, I'll get a little bit of cleanup done. Uh, if there's an opportunity tomorrow afternoon. Clean up. Yeah. That's clean on up. my and, list. And um, I did buy some seed potatoes and some onions and some stuff. You have a place just in case. ready for that? Or? It might be a little bit too wet, Why? but uh, I might be able to find a way to make it happen. Mm. At least a few spots. I've got a couple piles of soil that I can, I wouldn't mind elevating this one area just a little bit more. And because it's already in a pile, it's probably been shedding a lot of the moisture. So I might be able to add that and nice. and make it work. You can get down in the middle of it, get it out. Not yeah. for any delicate seed, but for uh, some of these larger things like the seed potatoes and the onions and stuff yeah. like that. Probably not for the spinach and the lettuce kind of stuff. We got in some elephant garlic in potted, and it, it looks so good. I, I want to put some in my yard. I've actually had people bring in pictures of, of what we decided it was garlic and it was that had been in the ground for several years it becomes a really interesting plant after after several years if you don't harvest it huh it's just really cool you remember you remember don't you yeah so and why do they call it elephant garlic because it's big okay so why wouldn't you plant some garlic since you like to mix things up a little bit in some of your containers oh i'm going to absolutely okay. well that it's all about the time and remembering yeah. <laughs> and, and having it here when you're ready to. Exactly. Yeah. Well, because it's in the Allium family. I figured you'd be all over that. <laughs> so, yeah, just like you're saying, it's, it, you, you need to be planning because it it's still a little bit too much to be out in your yard. Oh, yeah. But get get and have it there for when that that little window comes. Mm -hmm. Spring is very dicey around here because it becomes, we, we usually have a lot of rains in, in the spring. This is true. You're right. That's why fall you is... You never know what's going to happen in the spring here. That's the truth. <laughs> so, yeah, we've talked about this I'm, I'm to death. I'm, I don't want to say the word anymore, but uh, that four-letter word, like the third That's week in April last year. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Snow. Yeah. No. Oh. Don't you say that. It's a four-letter word. Don't even. <laughs> it's another four-letter word I can't say as bad. Yes. <laughs> so there. I, I, you just never know. You just have to be prepared. Yeah. Just be ready. It's like somebody yeah. asking us about sowing grass the other day. Well, it's yeah. too wet. Too wet. Yeah, it's too wet to be in your soil. But then you have to keep the grass seed wet after you get it in the ground. So let me get this straight. Yeah. It's too yeah. wet, but I got to keep it wet. Yeah, he was he was, he was having a problem <laughs> comprehending. But, but yeah, I it, can it's understand just, that. Yeah, yeah get get all your materials ready. Have it ready because there's going to be. I mean, you might have a couple of days, but well, and again, the, the reason it would be perhaps too wet to put it down would be if the soil's wet and you're, if you can't properly incorporate it into the exactly. soil. Exactly. Yep. That's the problem. So whether you're trying to slit seed or whether you're trying to just seed on top and rake it in, 
and mix it into the soil. If it's just going to sit on top, you're not going to have the soil wrap around it very well. So it has to, yeah, it has to be good uh, contact between the, the the seed and the soil. It has to be really in the in the soil. And and you know, if you weren't going to slit seed, if you're just going to overseed on the top with a spreader and put it down, and you know how much moisture we're going to have, would it get beat down into the soil? Would you get perhaps decent? Um, incorporation in the soil yeah maybe but not as good as if it was a little bit drier and looser and it was where you could rake it in hmm. or slit seed it while we're on the subject of grass how often do you need to aerate it like every every five years every 10 years I mean, it really depends upon the conditions year? and it depends upon how much traffic foot traffic is on the lawn too oh that's a good thing to consider if you drive across it all the time then i'd probably aerate it every year <laughs> if you drive over well, it all seriously, the time. if you were well, you know, driving over with a vehicle. Yeah. Would, people park their cars on their lawn. Like, you know, out. Grow. <laughs> you, you drive out and see people driving on their lawns, parking their cars. Well, people park, yeah. <laughs> and you in know, the country. In I'm the sorry, country, I you have, that. that's your parking spot. Yeah. For, <laughs> I mean, if you're having more, multiple people over mm -hmm. the driveway, it's not that big. You have people park on the lawn. Yes. Okay, yeah. that's a good point. Event parking. Yes. Or if you're a garden walk um, oh, yeah. Yeah. participant, and you yeah. might have to certainly aerate that that following fall after the summer, and maybe even again the next spring, just to help get the lawn to recuperate from all the extra foot traffic. Yeah. Or if you've had some construction done, like maybe you had a new roof, and they're, you know, tarping and driving the truck around on the perimeters of your home, or any type of construction, then you know that's. Definitely, you want to have it done after that. Good thinking. I hadn't thought of that. It's kind of like, I, and I, I, for years, would you know, you drive through the country in the fall and into the winter, and you see these farm fields, but you can see this plowed strip all the way around the perimeter of the of the field. I never realized what that was for <laughs> until just a few years ago, and I, I asked a customer. He was a farmer, and he told me why. It was like, well, duh. So that's where they turn the tractors to go back and forth in the field, is on the perimeters. So they plow around it oh. to loosen the soil up. It's the same concept. You don't want your soil getting really compacted. Right. So it's, it's like, duh. Okay. <laughs> is there a way to tell, though, if your soil needs to be aerated? Or is it just... I, I think a general decline in the health of your lawn. Um, that would probably be the way to, to figure that out. Sometimes uh, even water patterns mm -hmm. you can see a, a collection and it maybe means there's a lot of compaction oh because it isn't absorbing as quickly the exactly. water yeah. okay that makes sense excellent advice which you know we like to get from you experts it's <laughs> <laughs> what you're here for yeah three five six nine three nine seven this is plant experts live at prairie gardens Anything else you guys are jumping up and down about as far as the plant material that came in? Everything. Yeah, it's just like, it's yeah. Just like there's a, there's this whole grocery list of well, like we're talking about your your planning and even even just reading the picture tags on the hostas that we have in. Oh my gosh. You know, and there's some names that I don't recall. Yeah. So yeah, it's like. Oh, we've got some new ones. Yeah. Boy, it's, it's really cool. It's fun. I would talk. I was talking about hostas with uh, Karen at work. Just, just 
noticing that they, if, if you need to fill a space and you don't want to have to do anything with it and you don't want anything to be too overgrown, you you just don't want dirt. <laughs> Throw hostas in. Boy. Well, if it's shady, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah. One of the, the, the easiest perennials to grow ever and the hardiest and lowest maintenance I mean, really. And I believe it's still the most popular perennial. Really? Yeah. So and probably for those very reasons. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, which reminds me, on our open house, if it's the um, April sixth open house, the second one, the president of the local hosta society is going to come and give us a, a presentation. Wonderful. So that'll be really cool. His Mike knows so much about plant material, and he's really into the hosta thing, but he's into a couple other things, too. But he can give you a lot of information about how to use them, where to use them, the range of the uses for hosta. I, I've always called it one of the best landscaping tools, plants. I can see that. It's, you can get everything from a little tiny teacup-sized mm -hmm. plant to something the size of my car cool so yeah. it's it's really cool it's very cool let's go and ahead a great genus let's go ahead and go to the phone lines where liz is standing by good morning liz good morning i How just you? wanted to tell you that i went and got me a slinky and put on my uh, shepherd's hook oh cool and, <laughs> and and wind it all around the pole but my squirrels are not climbing the pole anymore. <laughs> Yay! Oh, right. I remember you telling us about this. That's awesome. It worked. <laughs> That's so funny. Now, explain it again. You have a shepherd's hook out in your yard, and you put just a slinky. And a big squirrels were climbing up and, and uh, cleaning out my bird feeder, and the birds wouldn't come because there's always squirrels out there. Sure. So put that up there and uh, those squirrels cannot get up to the bird feeder now they they get on the uh, slinky and it they start climbing and it takes them down just like an elevator <laughs> oh but that's incredibly entertaining <laughs> don't you imagine thank you oh, thank <laughs> you so thank you so much for calling in that's too funny that is i remember her calling and and I don't remember. We, we, read we Well, we were trying to figure out where she could get one. Yeah, that's right. Where <laughs> she could get a slinky. Yeah. I hope she got a colored one so that it, it kind of adds a little whimsy to the garden. <laughs> if not, she could always spray paint it. That's true. Spray paint. Best friend in the garden. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. Oh, it still reminds me of uh, Ed Kelly and how he would talk about greasing the pole for oh, the yeah. bird feeder to watch the squirrels try, sliding down, trying to climb up it. Seems easily amused. Hemp greasing, it would be more entertaining than watching the squirrels try to go up. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah, Tamara, I, yeah, I have a picture, don't you? A mental picture, yeah. I think that's great. I, I can imagine him muttering as he's doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's in my visual as well. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, you ought to oh. <laughs> I love it. Love it. So, oh. speaking oh. of Ed Kelly. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Okay. Oh. Well, no, I was just, we were t talking about plants, but the, the heucheras, oh, my gosh. Oh, God. Ooh. 
there is so much color in the heuchera that we have. It's crazy. Gorgeous. And we don't even have a lot of them. But no. we, the ones that came well, in are so because, pretty. You know, it's, it's sometimes they're, they're a little ho-hum because... You know, I've seen that one, or it's very, yeah. they're also similar. Yeah. But, ooh, there's some really, you know, really vibrant, vibrant. That, that one that's almost that raspberry color, raspberry red, and then there's that really dark, dark purple, almost black. I like fire alarm. I think that's really cool. Yeah. It's a cinnamon oh my red. Gosh. Firearm alarm. Uh, alarm. Fire alarm. Gotcha. Really bright, really showy. Wow. There's yeah. some pretty heuchera. Yeah. And still, those are neat because they'll push the sun a little bit more. Some varieties yes. will tolerate full sun. Some yeah. would like yes. to have a little bit of relief yeah. in the afternoon yes. or the mid middle of the day. But if you want a really flexible plant that will take a fair amount of shade or even pushing a little bit of sun, that's just a tremendous plant. Yes, and again, you have colored foliage that's going to last you the whole season. And the flowers are kind of a bonus. Sure. And you them. know what? I think they're kind of breeding for for better flowers right now. They used to be, uh, you know, everybody knows coral bells. That's what heuchera is. Mm -hmm. When I was a kid, we had coral bells, and they just had nice flowers sitting on top of the plant. And they went on and on and on. Well, they kind of got away from that in the breeding. And they were tall, gangly flowers and not so pretty. But I think the t tendency is to go back to those really nice flowers right now. So it's, it's just an added bonus. So as a result, yeah. do you think we'll see more and more green-leafed coral bells coming on the market? Not necessarily. You think I, they'll be I able to get some of those cool flowers in the in the colored foliage as well? Yes, I think there's, um, in fact, we one of our uh, new purple ones, something timeless, very timeless? Yes, that very timeless. Yeah. Has a, it's deep purple, and it has a nice cut leaf edge on each leaf. And the big promotion about it is the flowers. So kind of, a, I think it's a, a pinkish red flower. So I think it'd be really neat. Yeah. There's a, 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 a nice, it is green. But there's a nice one that has a, a red flower uh, that we've had for the last couple of years. Like the name is escapes me, but uh, it really is close to the plant. Has a nice um, stem count on it on its flower stems, so it's a nice red flower. Yeah. Not all of them are like that yet. But I think it's getting that direction. These are still that that we're talking about. It's a, yes. uh -huh. no, I'm not going to say the name because I, I'll, I'll be wrong. <laughs> I think it was Spice Spice Girl. Spice. I think that's a viburnum. Probably. Spice <laughs> but you were close. <laughs> Goofball. Whatever. I know all those names. It, it's so it's so fun to see some of the names like Spice Girl. Yes. So Elephant Boogers. You know all that kind of stuff. No. That's a that's a hosta. <laughs> I, I, I don't. <laughs> Elephant boogers. I've I've known a lot of of plant hybridizers. Uh huh. And and they really, it's almost as much fun to name the plants as it is for them to hybridize them. Yeah. They just, I think they stay up late at night with alcohol or something and think about names to. I mean, that's really more cool than Diana Remembered. Oh, Diana Remembered. That's yeah. a nice name. Yeah, you know, it's the, nice. The thought's there. Elephant boogers. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Perf I've been in radio for 30 years now. Uh -huh. And one joke that everybody says, oh, have you said booger on the air? Because the WKRP. Uh, in Cincinnati episode where Dr. Johnny Fever got fired from his previous job because he said on the air, booger. I love that show. And this <laughs> has been my first call to actually say booger on the air. Watch out well, for that pink slap, huh? It's, it's yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's valid. You know, it's, a, it's it the is. name of a hosta. It's the name of a hosta. Yes. Oh, too funny. I got to write the show now. <laughs> but we were, we were talking about Hugh. <laughs> we were talking about Hugh Chris. There's 
heucarellas, uh, which are a hybrid between a, a heuchera and a tiarella, which have a real nice flowering habit, and so do tiarellas, which is the, the other uh, genus that they hybridized with, heucheras. Really nice flowering habits. So they're trying to breed those into the heucheras, and really is very successful. Good. So. There's okay. a, uh, a really attractive Almost a, almost a neon yellow citron colored heucarella oh, yeah. out there, I think, in the half-gallon yeah. series, isn't it? Yeah, I, I looked at the name of it yesterday, but I'm not going to say it because it'll be wrong. <laughs> okay. Wow. No, a lot no. of suspense for all these things that we can't Seriously. remember, huh? We'll get the rest. Come in the rest of it. the dust will be shaken off here soon. <laughs> I'll wake up any minute now. Well, real quick, if you want to switch to tools, these... Oh, these uh, squirt bottles that you have in that really have almost sold out are fabulous. They make uh, squirting, they make watering my plants fun because... I think they'd be good for family fun, just squirting each other. Well, that's a good point, too. But instead of, you know, most squirt bottles, you have to squeeze, 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 squeeze. But this one, you pump it a little bit from the top put and put some air in it, and then it just, it just has... And, it just sprays. I like forgot last week at the end of the down. show, you said, oh, darn, I forgot to talk about those I, sprayers. I did. <laughs> that's so <laughs> like, funny. I saw them this week. I'm like, oh, that's right. I don't want to mention those sprayers. It, it's handheld, so it's not like you're carrying around a, a five-gallon container. Yes. It's just a, it's a quart, probably. not even a milk jug, right? No, it's not even a milk it's jug. A, right. But it's maybe, what? yeah, what do you think, a liter and a half, possibly? Maybe. Yeah. But it's, uh, that is neat. But it's the perfect amount. Even with all of my houseplants. It, adjustable nozzle. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fabulously adjustable. Yes. And the color. Fabulously. And you can get them in pink or green. And there was so a clear, wasn't there? They're gone. Those, yeah, I think those are gone. And there's only two green ones left. But you have a few pink ones. I'm getting a, I'm is getting this one for Stinkerbell. It's my granddaughter. Okay. Because... You know, she, she needs, needs one as well. Yeah, so I'm getting the pink. <laughs> so little things in life, isn't it? It is. Oh, man, if you can get a tool that can make things that much easier, so worth it. The, the right and tool. And you guys, the right tool, right. And and you here at Prairie Gardens, you excel at having the right tools. We, have, we all have our favorite, don't we? That's right. Yes. So Absolutely. next Saturday on the radio show, yes. again, since next Saturday is the first of the two successive Saturdays of Open House, uh, Diane Nolan's going to join us on the radio, hey, I believe, Diane. again. Hey. So we'll mic up for that one. That'll ought to be a, a whole lot of fun. She's so entertaining. And then after she does, she has her first seminar then at 9.15, and then Mr. Weisgarver comes on the stage at 10.30. Yeah, and you're doing what's this? Sizzle yourself, silly. Something about I'm going to be silly. We're going to so talk about. Be. We're going to be. <laughs> oh yeah, we're talking about tropicals. Okay. Tropical Ooh. plants. I love tropical plants. Oh okay. yeah. I'm going to sit through. Okay, there's two of them I got to sit through. <laughs> okay, so tell me, what's this 11:45 seminar going on? Sharon Herb. She is. Just so much fun, and oh, yeah. <laughs> what a gardener. She is right on it. But we've all been through that cycle where something huge has happened in your yard or garden, like losing a tree or, or a big branch, running over the shrubs when you drive in, you know, stuff like that. So what do you do? 
where do you go from there? How do you make it better? How do you get through that change? Mm-hmm. So to, or should you? Should you just plant grass and forget it? Or lay down concrete and forget so the, it? So the title is to wow. redo or we don't. That is the question. That sounds pretty cool, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so make it really, really entertaining. I'm sure. And then at the 1 o'clock seminar, Jim Worsh. Yay. No shade, no shadows, no good. We need trees. If you don't have a tree, oh. we're just lost. Oh, okay. I see where that's oh going. Uh, Jim's been gardening in this area for decades, and he knows trees pretty darn well. And yeah. he, he can tell you what, what's going to work, what isn't, how to do it, when to do it. And knowing him, he'll tie it into every other aspect of your garden, too. Yes. All right. So It those will not be a one-dimensional seminar. No, it won't. Excellent. <laughs> Guaranteed. So those are just five classes next Saturday alone. Actually, that's just uh, four. For, uh, but that's okay. One, two, three, four. That's what I said, four. That's what you said. <laughs> Let's go to the phone lines where John is calling in. Good morning, John. How are you? I'm fine. How about yourself there? We're doing great. great. Thank Thanks. Um, I was calling. I think I called last fall, but uh, I got a plant. I believe it's a hibiscus. I'm wanting to prune it. I don't think I could do it in the fall. I can do it in the spring. Is that correct? Is is it the perennial hibiscus with the really huge flowers? Yes, it's huge flowers. It's a tree, not a bush. It's, it's a tree. Uh, I actually text you a picture of it, but I don't know if you guys get text uh, on the line I, or I not. I didn't see that. Did you, John? I, I don't remember I seeing a hibiscus it. tree. Did, what, what time of year did it flower for you? It, well, you know, my wife threw it out two years ago. <laughs> and I took it out of the garbage, and I, I go, and it looked dead. It looked dead, and it's thriving. This is my second winter. I bring it in in the winter. Oh. I got it in a room right in front of a window, oh. and wow. Sometimes yeah, it's yeah. blooming four and five blooms at a time, but but it's 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 kind of out of shape, and and I just kind of want to shape it up so it's kind of yeah. even around. And the reason we were asking these questions because there's basically three common types of hibiscus, and again that's a common name that's applied. So we've got the tropical type, which is what you have. There's a shrub type called Althea, which is also available in a standard or grafted tree form, and then there's also the herbaceous perennial hibiscus with those really large flowers that Marianne was talking about. So, so it sounds like you have the yeah, tropical. The tropical, one. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So that's yeah, great. that's great. It'd be a great and time to start pruning it right absolutely. now. Yeah, absolutely. Do, and yay for you for getting it out of the garbage. Honestly, <laughs> throwing a plant away, uh, gosh. Yeah. Um, it. Uh, what, what it was, she left it out. And got cold out and just you know lost everything. Sure. And, uh, she but, thought but, it was uh, dead. Anyway, I'm blooming a lot, and I, I hate to cut cut these off with with a blooming. Do, but, but do I trim the tops of every branch, or how do I do that? What do you want to do? You want to? Sh- are they misshapen? Are some of the some of the uh, branches longer than others? Uh, or Correct. kind of out of control? Some are longer. Yeah. Some yeah. Longer. So so just prune it prune it back to uh, so it's more of a uniform shape. Uh, and I don't know, I can't see your plant, but uh, maybe you're going to be taking, uh, you know, six or eight inches off of off of the stem. You know, cut above where uh, the leaves are coming out, cut right above that. And, and it won't be a problem. Taking no. that much off won't be a problem. No. It'll flush out okay. and grow like crazy. Yeah. I th- when you do put it out, 
I, I might even start feeding it before, don't you think? It I was would, inside. Yeah, I'd start a fertilizer maybe, regime. Maybe start fertilizing it pretty soon. And then by the time it goes outside, you should be in, in full growth. I think your challenge is just going to be transitioning from the indoor environment to where it's going to go outside. Yeah, but yep. you've apparently done that, so you know what to do. Okay. Um, do you get texts there on this number? No. Like Not on this number. The texts that we get, uh, that number is 351-5357. 351 I'll send you a picture, then you maybe. Uh, okay. Terrific. Okay. Thank you. Excellent. Uh, Congratulations. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for calling in, John, and good luck with that hibiscus. Yeah. It sounds beautiful. Yeah. Spring open house starting a week from today Yay. and then the following Saturday. Uh, so two successive Saturdays. Got a flyer in tomorrow's News Gazette. You can see it at prairiegardens.com starting tomorrow morning in the wee hours. Lots of good specials that start tomorrow. Yep. On perennials. Lots. Save up to 40% off. Yeah. The entire category is on sale right now. All right. Starting tomorrow. Terrific. Start tomorrow. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens with plant experts Marianne Metz, John Weisgarber, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our executive producer is Jim Lewis. Stay tuned for Saturday Sports Talk up next here on DWS. A podcast of this show will be made available later today at WDWS.com. That's where you'll also find previous shows. Thanks so much for listening, everyone, and have a great weekend. <laughs> Love your outfit. How do you do it? <laughs> Stop it. It's... No, really. Well, I get it all at Prairie Gardens. Did you say Prairie Gardens, the garden store? Oh, they've always been more than just gardening. You'll find new boutique items every week at prices you can't beat, like this purse. Oh, and this beautiful necklace and bracelet and this top. Let me guess. Prairie Gardens. Ah, you know it. And that's how I always keep my style fresh. Love it. Prairie Gardens, extraordinary gardening, home decor, framing, and a boutique as unique as you.